The following program is produced and furnished in conjunction with Kevin Stanfield and Claude Jennings, who are entirely responsible for its content. Sorry, guys, you are on your own. This is the Federal Football Report, a weekly wrap-up of all things burgundy and gold. The Federal Football Report on Federal News Radio. Here are your hosts, Kevin Stanfield and Claude Jennings. Welcome back, everybody, uh, to the first all-season edition of uh, the 2022 uh, Federal Football Report. This is the second time that I'm saying the first edition because I messed the whole thing up the first time we started yeah, the yeah, show. Yeah. And then I just said, you know what? Uh, this this show's uh, recorded, so I can just start it over. It's not live, and so I started it over. I, w- I didn't even have to say anything about that, but I'm a man of truth and integrity right. and honesty, and so I wanted to let people know that even though I flawlessly executed it the second time around, <laughs> it was, is that Atlantic Star or Shalimar? It was, as they once said, the second That's time around. Shalimar, Shalimar, <laughs> Big Shalimar fan, man, big, big Shalimar fan. fan. Oh, oh yeah, man, yeah. I love Shalimar. I love Shalimar and Atlantic Star. But yeah, that yeah. was Atlantic Star, or oh, was that Shalimar? With, uh, second Atlantic time around, but with, with oh, the night to remember. Night, that was Shalimar as well. That was Shalimar. That was, that I love Shalimar, Shalimar even more than I thought I loved Shalimar. <laughs> I thought it was Atlantic Star, but it was it was Atlantic Star with Sin For Me, right? Yes, yes, yes. Now, now Sin For Me, probably my favorite song ever, period. Either yeah. it's between Sin For Me with Atlantic Star and Giving You the Best That I Got, Anita Baker. Those are my two uh-huh, favorite uh-huh, songs uh-huh. ever written, period. It's not even close. All these kids talking about some... You know, we don't talk about Bruno in Kanto. Yeah, whatever. Now, these yeah, are two yeah. songs that are great, okay? And by the yeah. way, we don't talk about Bruno. wasn't better than Let It Go from Frozen. And we don't talk about Bruno. It's not even the best song on the Encanto movie. But anyway, I have a nine-year-old and, and, and a wife who's into Disney stuff. And so okay, okay, we watched okay. it this past week. But anyway, yeah. So, yeah, second time around, got it good. Shout out to Shalimar um, and Atlantic Star, obviously. Yes, uh, lots yes. to talk about when it comes to football uh, and other things. We'll get to some football stuff. Uh, we'll get to a little bit of uh, Twitter stuff going on with Kevin. People, people believe, Kevin, that you... Are and you are, um, but they believe that you are some sort of NFL insider where they can just yeah, ask yeah. random NFL questions. Like, I'm your one stop shop, baby. Yeah, and get answers, and they should. And if you want to ask Kevin, serious <laughs> okay. NFL, that's questions. right, that's just, right. They will get they will get answers straight from the heart. Right, I'm not going right. I'm not going to recycle the answer. The answer is going to come straight from me. Right. There you go. At Stanfield Kevin is his Twitter. For me, it's at Claude J Radio. Um, uh, and yeah, so Kevin, Kevin, speaking of your Twitter and your NFL uh, knowledge, I want to start with something that you posted on Twitter um, recently. Uh, and I don't know if anyone responded. I didn't see anything because what's interesting is if it's not about drama or it's not about speculation and it's not about, like, people don't want to talk about it. Who, <laughs> they you know, who do? They I did, so let me know if anyone responded because the last time I saw it, no one said anything. But the question was, quarterback position aside, what's the number one position or what position does do the Washington commanders need to address this off season? Number one, did anyone risk? Because again, that's a legitimate question to ask fans and anyone. Uh, now, again, it wasn't about the, the con- congressional uh, investigation. Uh, it wasn't about, you know, the NFL not wanting to hire black people. It wasn't even about the halftime show. It wasn't about anything that people are trying <laughs> to find drama behind. It was a legitimate football question. And so I looked after a while and no one said anything. Did anyone, did anyone, answer it and then two what did they say 
The only responses I got was, uh, we need to trade the owner and, uh, <laughs> yeah. And, uh, Dan Snyder's the antichrist, right? That's the only response <laughs> I, I got. Right. You know? Uh, so apparently, mm-hmm. like you said, if it's not drama, if they don't have any type of other stimulus or if they don't have a, <laughs> a skin in the game or whatever, right. They, they don't want to talk serious football. Not, you know what? Not all of them. You, you, listen, no, right. you know who you are, mm-hmm. you know who you are, which is, which, uh, what, what, what prompted you to, uh, well, we'll get into that later, but yeah, there's some serious holes on this team. Looking at mm-hmm. retrospect, looking at, looking at the teams that made the Super Bowl, uh, those teams have holes too. Um, mm-hmm. You right. saw, you saw when uh, Odell Beckham went down, how the, the Rams just almost panicked. <laughs> they forgot that they had uh, Cooper Cup, one of the best receivers in the league. They just all of a sudden didn't know what to do anymore. And right. then finally at the end of the game, you know what? Uh, let's let's throw the cup. Uh, let's, throw to, yeah. let's throw it to the guy who who got us here. Let's throw yeah, it to yeah, the yeah, guy that, who's leading the league. Yeah, why, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah let's just do that. Team. Yeah, you know, right. that's the genius of Sean McVay, right? Um, <laughs> so, in a way, you look at it, this team isn't far off. You don't need a bunch of all pros on, on your team to, to, to have success, as demonstrated by the Bengals, right? You mm-hmm. know, you got Demar mm-hmm. Chase, uh, Joe Burrow. Who else is on the team? Right, no, right, <laughs> you know right, right. I mean, we can talk T. Higgins, but at the same time, okay, but you know, is he a guy that changes anything? No, he's a, I mean, he's a serviceable receiver, but he's not a guy who changes anything. Their offensive line can't block, and their defense plays, you know, sometimes, you know, it's no, right. but you're absolutely right. Yeah, we got all that. <laughs> <laughs> we got a sometimes defense, we got a line that b- blocks at times, you know. No, you're absolutely, you're absolutely right. right. We and we and we and we have a dynamic receiver. Terry McLaurin is a dynamic receiver. Um, mm-hmm. and I saw someone speaking of Twitter the other day, you know, you talk about offseason moves and trades and trying to get someone. Someone literally said, you know, well, what about using McLaurin as as you know as a leverage? Why would anybody, why would you want to trade Terry? Because then if you trade Terry McLaurin, now you have a receiver question. You need to you know what I mean? like, <laughs> right now you don't. So why would you do anything to trade him for a possibility of, of, of some sort of quarterback that you don't know whether it's going to work out or not? And then you now have a question at receiver fans. You plus, know, honestly, come on. Yeah. Plus, which which we started all this. I responded to um, someone's Twitter question about about people on the team being untradeable or, or off, you know, no off, you know, off limits. Don't touch. Don't think about trading them. And I responded, well, it's not so much because of the talent. The thing is, you're just not going to get a whole lot for him. Mm-hmm, I mean, Terry, mm-hmm, Terry mm-hmm. was like a what a fourth round pick, uh, something like that. I'll check it out while you're point. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. Terry, a fourth round pick. Uh, you you know, people think you're going to get a, a, a number one pick for Terry McLaurin. It's mm-hmm. just not going to happen, folks. I mean, right. you know, um, uh, Chase Young. That's another question. They've invested a lot in Chase Young, but you're not. He has not demonstrated his value as a. Uh, um, as draft capital, you, right. I think maybe you get a second round pick if you trade, but who knows? I don't know. You got, you know, mm-hmm. there's a sucker born every minute. Right. right. But, but, <laughs> and Terry, McLaurin, you, Terry McLaurin, by the way, uh, 2019 third round draft pick. third round. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, so, you know, there's no way they don't, you know, as I put on Twitter, a first round pick, Devalues as soon as you drive it off the lot. <laughs> right? Right. Yeah, it's no, like a car. Yep, yep, yep. Well, don't forget, like I mean, what car. was it? Three, three years ago, you know, when Dallas was getting ready to pay Zeke all that money or whatever, uh, you, you look at the running back situation, he's like, yeah, of course he's worth it. Now it's like, uh, they, there's debate as to whether he's the best running back even on the team, what, even when he's 100% healthy. And that's a, a function of, of the way they decide to play the game, right? So mm-hmm. Sticking with the car analogy, right? You can have the... Um, 
you can have the best suspension, off-road suspension, climbing mountains and like the Chevy trucks and going up there with the, you know, uh, bear hunting and all that stuff. But if you drive on the highway all the time, you you know, it's not worth it. That's not Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. an option, but it's not a valuable option. You know, choosing on how you decide to drive. Uh, The same with with this team. Now, uh, interestingly, uh, teams who want to improve themselves, they don't have to depend on the trade. I, I mentioned that uh, Odell Beckham Jr. was picked up off the scrap heap, mm-hmm, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. help this team get a ring. Uh, you know, the volatile uh, Antonio Brown picked up off the scrap heap. Right. Help this team right. get, get a get ring, you know. J.J. Yeah. Watt, and this mm-hmm. leads to the point, uh, this is what someone asked me on Twitter. J.J. Watt picked up off the scrap heap. Uh, mm-hmm. the, the um the Titans who knows what's going on down there released him and and you know Arizona may have paid some type of compensation but I believe he signed as a free agent and that's what someone asked me on Twitter what was the compensation and you know I said well that's, that's good <laughs> they're actually turning to us for information right <laughs> I need exactly. my opinion information mm-hmm. takes a little longer because I don't want to spot it off right I gotta do <laughs> right. research and all that right you know make sure right because I'm not a know-it-all I'm not right I don't believe right. in stats I believe in what you know what's what's happening right you mm-hmm. know the, right. the wins right. and losses are the only stats so um if you're listening I forget whoever asked me that question. Yeah, he was released, and the Cardinal signed him as a free agent. I don't believe there was any uh, compensation. If it was, it was low, like uh, um, fourth, fifth round. But I, according Carl to Carl Jennings, type compensation. <laughs> <laughs> no, you cannot get enough uh, Claude Jennings type. There's not enough draft capital in the world to compensate, for, you know, to, to, to trade Claude Jennings. It just ain't happening, ladies and gentlemen. Mm-hmm. So, so back, you know, it's a long way to get back to it. Um, yeah, there, there's there's needs on this team that they can be addressed. But number one, you got to realize, well, you know, if there's a problem, first step is realizing there is a problem, admitting that. Mm-hmm. That's step mm-hmm. one. Um, step two is how you decide to address it. Do you, if you're astute enough in evaluating talent, can you go to the scrap heap and pick up somebody, right? Right, uh, right. You know, this this is like darts <laughs> this yeah no well, no right and even in the draft i mean it's you know it's hit or miss um you know there are guys who come out and you think that they can't they you know you can't miss uh and and then you realize that it was a miss and then there are guys that you know you think you can pass on and then you realize what in the world were we thinking about passing on this guy and you know when i look at holes on this team um you know i would venture to say to me i mean you say put quarterback aside <laughs> again I'm fine with number four, right? I mean, like, unless uh, unless the person you're bringing in is going to be a game changer, I'm a, you know, like, like, like a, a can't-miss guy or someone who seems to be a can't-miss guy if he's in the draft, so much so that you're fine with drafting him even if you miss on him, if that makes any sense. Like, he's such a blue chip, and it seems like everything's, like, every, like if, if, if he's a Justin Herbert, and you're like – his upside is so great and he seems to have it that if he is a miss, I'm okay because, you know, it's like, it just, it would defy logic not to do it. I, so I, oh, so, I, I, so I you're saying like, like Chase Young, if, if he misses, it's his fault. <laughs> right, right, right. No, yes, 100%, 100%. And so I feel that way about every position. I feel that way about quarterback as well, you know? Yeah, yeah. And so, and so for me, it's like, you know, and right now, um, whether available in the draft or whether available in free agency, you know, there's not a quarterback out there where you're like, oh, this is the guy that's going to change everything. Like if it, if, if, if it comes down between, you know, trying to make something happen for like a Teddy Bridgewater, 
Mm-hmm. Like I don't, I don't know. Like, and I love Teddy Bridgewater, you know, and I think he's, I think he's head and shoulders above Taylor Heineke. But, but I don't, I don't think if there's any extra compensation you got to make do to make that happen, it's not worth it. It doesn't make any like, and I think he's a free agent, but it wouldn't be worth it. It doesn't make any sense to do that. Like focus in on other parts and you can leave the quarterback position the way it is um, uh, now. And who knows what, listen, next year you can almost have a new quarterback here by default. If, if Fitzpatrick is just healthy and and plays next year and you got a new quarterback by default, you know? So anyway, um, I I, I, I like, I like focusing, I like focusing on linebacker before before I would say I would have said offensive line, but I'd like the way that that unit played last, last year, I would go, I would, I I probably would go linebacker and then as one tight end one a, if that makes any sense. Yeah, it it makes perfect sense. The linebacker position of it, uh, you know, you can't go by what the fans say, but Jameen Davis was was the quarterback of the offense. He had to not only like, you know, call the plays, mm-hmm. right? He had to to run his assignment. And then towards the end of the year, it was sort of uh uh reported that he's been playing out of the position, that he's mm-hmm. not really a middle linebacker. He's more of an outside linebacker, which mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which um you know, the, the middle linebacker is more of an instinctive position anyway. Uh, right. Uh, uh, the outside linebacker is, I think, more more technique. But but to, to play the middle, you have to somewhat – you got to know the play before the offense knows the play, if that makes any sense, right? You have to be able to, at a split second notice, know where the play is going and be there first, right? We've seen mm-hmm. great uh, middle linebackers do uh, – through history, right? If you look at a back to a Mike Singletary, a Brian Urlacher, a Ray Lewis, right? Guys who dis- disrupted the play, right? No, mm-hmm. you're not coming this way. You got to do something else, right? So, yeah, we, uh, you know, um, the, and you know, it's interesting uh, with with uh, this new uh, flag football type of offense that the teams are running. There aren't any. <laughs> There are here really, except for maybe I guess for Alabama or uh, or uh, Georgia, there aren't really guys who play that 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 beast mode type of middle linebacker, right? Because mm-hmm. everything is all fast and run this way, fast throw that way, right? And then plays don't develop long enough for a middle linebacker to be involved. But there's right. some there's some people out there somewhere. And you can find one if you're a football mind. If you're a football mind, yes, definitely the the middle linebacker. Now, what was the other position you said? Uh, uh, tight end. Tight. I mean, tight I love end. Logan Thomas, but he, you know, he he gets hurt. He gets hurt. The best the best ability is availability, as they once said. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Now, whose fault is that? It's not his fault that they hitting him. He right. got the ball, <laughs> right? That's a good point. <laughs> you don't want to get hurt? Don't give him the ball, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, that 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 can be addressed depending on the type, but you know, depending on the type of type in you get, right? They don't they don't look for the guy who can run and block. It's the it's the either or type, right? You know, mm-hmm. and I like Bates. I like the way he came in. He played. Hard. He's not okay. the the most a fleet of foot, as they would say. Uh, but but he's he's a, a good solid piece in the offensive line. They they got the option when Solomon goes back to run some uh some uh two tight end sets. But mm-hmm. but you know that that it helps. You know that's just another weapon, right? He's a great safety valve. Uh, yeah. There, you know, I don't know if you would call them holes on this team, but it's it's like anything. Like if you if you're uh refurbishing a house. Let's go to this old house. You know, it's PBS mm-hmm. Saturday, mm-hmm. right? You know, mm-hmm. you go, you just need to do some reinforcement here and there. 
And he, uh, he, I, and I like that point because it, it you know some may look at the, the team this past year and think it sounds foolish to say this. Uh, you know, and even I feel a little uncomfortable saying it, but you know, we don't mind stepping on the edge. I honestly <laughs> feel as if this team is in a stage where it's not in a rebuilding process. It's not right. at all in a rebuilding process. Like there are pieces, um, like you said, I don't, I don't see glaring holes. You know what I mean? Um, I think there can be some, 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 some shoring up of things. Um, you know, again, I'm cool with passing on patchwork quarterbacks because we already have those patchwork quarterbacks on the team. Like, yeah, and so unless there's a quarterback, you know, unless there's a way to get, you know, to, 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 to trade assets or whatever to green Bay to get Aaron Rodgers, I just don't see an, or, you know, and, cause even, even a, a 35 plus year old Russell Wilson is not the answer. You know, it's just not, go, it's not the end. Cause he would be leaving Seattle for a similar team here, except he's got, you know, uh, more weapons on offense, but, but so why would he do that? But my point is you're right about the fact that this is not, this is not a demolition demolition project or gut the house. It's a fixer upper situation. Like I think they're close Wait a minute. from a talent say, standpoint, from a talent standpoint. You say Russ would have more weapons here than he has no, no, in no, Seattle? No, 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 He has more oh. weapons here. Why would he, why would well, okay, here? good. Yeah, yeah, okay, good. <laughs> All right. We almost had to cancel the program. <laughs> <laughs> like, like we had to end the show periodically because right, Claude does not know Ooh, what he's talking about. Claude's gone. All right, yeah. <laughs> but no, okay, I'm with you. I'm with you. Yeah, I agree. Wait a minute now. I forgot to mention something, man. Let's take a – breaking news, Bolton. Okay. Uh, it goes all along what we're saying. So much of it, uh, football's attitude. Um this is a Super Bowl. One play left. It's fourth and one. Mm-hmm. You need it. You need to get in the field goal range. Mm-hmm. Uh, you just need. This is the the breaking. This is the moment. The moment of the game. Mm-hmm. Fourth and one. Game mm-hmm. on the line. One yard. Mm-hmm. You come mm-hmm. out and shotgun. We I'm glad you lost. We talk about this all the time. There, there, there are in, in a situation where you're going to run the ball in, in, in that situation, right? There are, you'll put six guys on the line, right? At least six. And you get paid millions of dollars and we just need one yard. If we can't, if we can't do that, why are we, why are we here? If we That's- can't, if we can't advance this ball one yard, and I, and and I, and, I, and it's so funny because I was thinking to myself, there are several situations whether it's on the goal line, um, uh, uh, and we saw this with Kansas City, just you know, uh, uh, in the in the in the championship game, just to yeah, kind of yeah. blow it at the end of the quarter and at in the half and at the end of the game, you know. Um, and I think I think we're at a point in the league with play, with play calling. And Michael Wilbon says this all the time. Coaching in the NFL is at its all time worst right now. Like absolutely, just, like, there's just some bad coaching. And I'm looking at this stuff, and I and, and I'm thinking, I wonder if the league in this in the coaching and the play calling has gotten so, as you would say, it's so sophisticated that it's stupid. You know what I mean? <laughs> like we've gotten so sophisticated, they've gotten so used to tricking the other team, so used to the play calls that when literally. If we could just helmet to helmet, push the guy, you know, a yard and a half so the running back can get one yard. You know what I mean? That that doesn't even it doesn't even come into the mindset like fourth and one a run play doesn't even come into the picture. It's Oh, are we going to bootleg this way? Are we going to play action fake or just dropping the gun and do something quick? Like like a run isn't even thought of. And it's like the coaching is so bad. And to watch Andy Reid in Kansas City fumble. At the, the the play calling at the end of the half, and then the ridiculous play calling at the end of the game, to the point where Patrick Mahomes isn't even just throwing the ball away; he's taking these sacks, and you're like, like 
remember, you don't you don't want to go backwards. Like, just throw it away. If I'm a quarterback in a situation, I'm like, pass. This is crazy. We're going to run it, especially with, with Nixon. Like, he's a good back. What are we doing here? It all started when Pete Carroll decided not to give the ball to beast mode on the mm-hmm. one-yard line in that mm-hmm. Super Bowl way back. That was the beginning of the idiocracy. Mm-hmm. Right there mm-hmm. is that, and, and if 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 other coaches didn't learn that lesson from that moment in time, mm-hmm. they don't. You know, they they have seriously got to reexamine their career choice. <laughs> that would have been Super Bowl number two, uh, as it, far as a win for right. Carroll and for Russell Wilson for Marshawn Lynch. I mean, and and that that team would have been, you know, I, I don't know if they would have repeated. It might have been a repeat. I don't. I don't it would remember. have been a repeat because it would have. My it goodness, been a repeat. Been the they, and, and Russell Wilson would have beaten the two golden boys in a row, Peyton Manning yep. and Tom yep. Brady. would have yep. beaten them Absolutely. both in a row. Absolutely. A, you know, you know that Hall of Fame lock right there, right? Mm-hmm. You know, so, yeah, I just had to get it off my chest, man. I've been trying to, you know, I've been telling people this for the past week, but I've been uh, getting responses like, oh, it's a new NFL. It was a good call. They just didn't execute. Garbage like that, you know, but. Yeah. but <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. If Great you can't give me one point. Execute. Yeah, no, whatever. Yeah. You can't you know, give me one point. Point five yards in the biggest game of your career. If you can't do that, uh, you know, go into podcasting. It's all right. Well, right. No, well, 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 and here's the thing: they say, "Oh, it was a great call, just poorly executed." Well, then I would rather take a bad call that's executed greatly than a good call that's executed poorly. Like. You, you can't win that argument. It's fourth and one. It's never a bad call to run. Like one yard is all we need. Especially, I don't know what the yards per average was on oh, 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 during that game for the um, for the Bengals, but I'm 100% sure that they averaged more than one yard per carry. I know yeah, they yeah, did. Yeah, like, yeah. So the averages are with you. You're, every carry, you're averaging more than one yard, right? You're not every completing carry. every pass that you're, pass, that you're throwing the ball. <laughs> so the averages are with you on the run it doesn't make sense no you're 100 right well, we've been going over right. for some time here we're going to take a quick okay. break and then we'll be back with more federal football report on federal news network battles aren't won solely on the field that's a common misconception battles are won within over enemies of fear enemies of doubt In that place where promises are kept. Promises to oneself. This is a physical training event. Promises to one's community. Healthy people move debris out of their house. Promises to one's country. In the heart of every Marine, you'll find a promise. A promise forever kept. A promise of battles won. Every two minutes, a woman in the U.S. is diagnosed with breast cancer. And in that split-second moment in time, her life changes forever. The toll of breast cancer is great. The need to support those who are battling the disease today is even greater. And that's why when others look away, Susan G. Komen leans in. We're fighting alongside patients because we know one moment can change a lifetime. Fighting breast cancer takes funding for research to discover the next new treatment. 
providing access to quality and affordable health care, and people willing to take action by raising funds and raising their voice to advocate for others. United by hope, we can end breast cancer. Join our fight. Save lives. Welcome back to the Federal Football Report on Federal News Network. Also, uh, some uh, 80s R&B talk we, you know, with the Atlantic Star yep. and uh, Shalimar talk earlier uh, on the show. He's Kevin Stanfield at Stanfield Kevin. I'm Claude Jennings at Claude J Radio. Um, so, Kevin, before we get back into the football talk, it is All-Star Weekend at the time that we're recording this. Uh, my son, Manny, huge NBA fan, huge football fan, um, and he loves all things All-Star Weekend. As a kid, I did too. As a teen, I did as well. I watch it if nothing else is on. It's not appointment appointment watching for me anymore <laughs> as far as the skills challenge and dunk contest and, and the, the game itself I hardly ever watch. But are you a big all-star, uh, NBA all-star weekend person? Let me put it like this. I was uh, I have a rare weekend off today. Uh, mm-hmm. Yesterday I was sitting at home last night. I was doing some channel surfing. And I um, got to the point and I got to TNT and it said NBA all-star celebrity game. I said, is it is it All Star Weekend? <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, here's what's funny because there were games up until Thursday. Yeah. And I've always felt like there was more time off between the All Star game. Now, granted, I think the game that I'm referring to might have been the Wizards and Pistons. And uh, well, I guess Kate Cunningham's going to the All Star game, but that might be it for those two. So maybe they yeah, scheduled yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, or yeah. maybe it was the the, the Nets and, and 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 Wizards and Kyrie. I don't think is playing in the All Star game, and Durant's not playing in any games. But you know, anyway, uh, yeah, it, 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 I just felt like usually there's more time between the All Star game and the season, right? I, you know, but who knows? It, it always is. I remember one of my highlights in. Uh, in my sports radio career, I was working for ESPN back when the ESPN zone was downtown mm-hmm. and the all-star game was in DC. Mm-hmm. And uh, that Friday night, and which ESPN couldn't get me a ticket for, I don't understand it. I was working <laughs> two blocks from the arena. Well, I do understand it, but uh, that Friday night, our friend uh, Mark Gray and I, he was sitting, sitting in for someone doing the night show and we were doing it from the ESPN zone. And that night, Allen Iverson had a party somewhere downtown. Nice. I don't know where it was downtown because it took up all of downtown. I know where it was. It was at Ninth and F Street, Ninth mm-hmm. and F Street somewhere. Mm-hmm. And it was in the wintertime and it was an outdoor party. And wow. the party went from the ESPN zone was at 11th and E. And the party mm-hmm. went from Ninth and F to 11th. It took up like four square city blocks. Wow. No it was trouble. All outside? The people were outside. <laughs> it was amazing, man, because they had these Hummer limousines that were so big they couldn't turn the corners right. They had to go in straight lines, and it was mm-hmm. amazing. And and we just we went out in the street and grabbed a couple of people and brought them in and interviewed them about the party, so on and so forth. It was like Mardi Gras in, in downtown D.C. for All-Star wow. Game that, that mm-hmm. night. So, yes, it used to be so big, so big, the dunk contest, the three-point thing. But but now I guess in time things just aren't as 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 exciting as they were. The the players aren't as good, uh, mm-hmm. uh, you know. And and um, this is just. I mean, they don't play. I can't say they don't play basketball. I mean, these are the best athletes in the world. Mm-hmm. But the the intricacies of the game aren't as evident in today's game. It's either a one on one, three point shot. 
Mm -hmm. slam dunk. <laughs> that's, right, it, right? Right. Yeah. that's the way it's happening. That's it. That's the way yeah. it is. And, yeah. and, and like, there's no defense. There's nobody's taking any pride in any defense. So, you know, you get the score uh, 162 to 161, right? Not overtime. That's just, <laughs> <laughs> that's just the score yeah. of the game. So right? what my, my whole thing has been to watch it as a different game. It's just to watch it as an offensive exhibition of basketball and watch some of these guys throw alley-oops from behind their back over their head up to the other guy who catches it and turns it. You know what I mean? And just, it's yeah. just yeah. to watch it as here's what these guys can do offensively uh, that they normally don't do in games. So that's how I manage the game. Now the skills competition, I will say this, I have found a new joy in it. Watch like watching Manny enjoy it, you know, cause he'll uh -huh. watch a slam dunk. Uh -huh. I have, cause I have no clue who won the slam dunk contest or three point contest in the last like 10 years, but he knows he's like, Oh, in, in 2015, this person won the slam and this guy, and he's like, Oh, he won three years ago and he's back in it. And, and, and he's got his little nerf hoop up on the door in the, in the family room. And so when he's watching it, he tries to repeat the dunks and do the stuff. And, and, uh, and so I found a new joy watching it and enjoying it. Um, because he does it, you know, and it reminds me of my mother because I remember my mother watching Super Bowls and, and NFL All-Star games and having snacks out. I thought she was an NFL fan. She couldn't care less. She just watched it because <laughs> me and my brother did and she enjoyed watching us enjoy something. And so oh, she wanted to kind of have, I grew up thinking she loved football, knew everything about the game. She couldn't care less. She, yeah. she couldn't care less. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I saw they, they lost me the time was, I don't know who, who it was. They, uh, Drove the car out onto the court, and, and his buddy passed somebody the ball through the sunroof, <laughs> the sunroof. and they had and they had the choir on the side singing, and the kid is still going, "Ooh, boy, look at that!" Yeah. Okay, yeah, no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, you, just, yeah. you just lost me, think, right? I do now. What what's, what has lost me too is also there is there seems to be a manufactured hype around it with the people yes. involved with it, like the announcers and the judges, like. It's, they're faking how exciting this is. They're trying to make it feel like it's bigger than what it really is. And it's like, ah, I can tell it's not It's not really that. But um, speaking of All-Star Games, did you watch the NFL Pro Bowl? No. <laughs> okay, okay. Because I no, normally don't either. A, but again, because my son Manny loves sports so yeah, much and, yeah, yeah. And, and stuff, he wanted he watched some of it. And I realized they were basically playing two-hand tag. Like they, were basically, like they were playing in the grass. Like they weren't tackling each other. And on the really? offensive, defensive, offensive defensive lines, they were not really forceful. Just kind of, you know, the lines sort of protecting, but the defense isn't really trying to get to the quarterback. They'll, you know, they're trying to get there a little bit, do some fancy stuff, but there wasn't any tackling. They were just kind of grabbing each other. I'll be honest. I'll be honest. I was fine with that. Only because I don't want to see anybody get hurt in this ridiculous exhibition game. Yeah. And I found myself watching more NFL Pro Bowl this, season, this year than in easily the last 15 years. And I was wow. like, oh, they're not tackling. Let me just watch just to see what happens. You know what I mean? Next year it'll be flags. Yeah, next year it'll be flags. I was, and I was down with it because I don't watch. Well, yeah, that's the evolution of the game of safety. I don't know if you remember. I'm old enough to remember. There used to be a, a for the regular season every year, there used to be a all-star game between the, the Super Bowl champions and college all-stars. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Now, now, they had to stop that because of some injuries. But I, I saw <laughs> a lot of, yeah, people tagging each other, man. I saw uh, uh, the emergence of a lot of great NFL players in that game. But, I, you know, I'm sorry to see that one go, but I understand it. Yeah, you know, as much as I love football, uh, I'll, I'll watch it next year knowing that that's happening. But, you know, good. <laughs> because at least it's not a farce, right? At least you know 
Right. At least you know that's what's happening, right? You don't don't exactly. go out there and fake like you know uh, you're really playing and you're not. Just you know, just give it a it's a it's flag football with pads, two hands basically, with pads. basically, yeah. basically. That's exactly what it is. And I and 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 I'm I'm down with that. And yeah, and yeah I'm I'm definitely down. With it. it doesn't it doesn't bother me because again, it's it doesn't it's, it's a game that doesn't mean anything. It would be interesting to see. Um, and I don't know what the what the winner would get or what would be the purpose of doing it. But, you know, we always have these conversations when you see a really, really bad NFL team and like, oh, Alabama could beat them. You know what I mean? <laughs> it would be interesting to see like a like a post uh, season game before the Super Bowl where you take the best college football team and the worst NFL team and make them. Now, those of us who watch football know there's no way in the world a college team, even the best yeah. one would beat any NFL team. Even the worst was just, I mean, this the difference in, in, in manhood at that point is just different yeah. between these guys. And there's no way in the world a college team would beat one, but it would be funny to see for a quarter, right? <laughs> How embarrassing would that be to be the, the pro team who had to play in that game? <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Like now we got to play these little boys. Um, anyway, back to NFL. Um, hey, wait a minute, hold uh, before we go, before we go to NFL, I had to uh, ask you this because I don't believe we've talked since this. What do you think about the Pozingas trade? Oh, yeah. So here's what I think about that. I'm with it. Here's why I'm with it. I'm with it because I really want to see Dimwitty didn't work out the way that I thought he was going to work out. And he didn't work out the way that I thought. And not just because of, you know, in my head, thinking about him, you know, two years ago or whenever the last time he played because he got hurt last year. Um, But because of the way they played early in the season. Right. I mean, the Wizards Mm -hmm. came out on fire. Um, uh, but I'm, I'm cool with the Dimwitty, with letting go of Dimwitty. I'm cool with letting go of Montrez Hill, even though I love his hustle and stuff like that. But apparently, these two guys weren't really good for the locker room. You know what I mean? Like they just weren't good for the locker room. I was happy. Here's where I found joy. I was happy in the fact that they kept Caldwell Pope and that Kuzma wasn't traded. I like those two pieces. Rui's back. Um, you got you got Thomas Bryant, who I love, but he's got to work his way back. And he had the injury. I I, I want to see what the team can do with those pieces and Porzingis with Bill out, because if if they're functional and things look flowing and good with Bill out, he's trade bait next year. You know what I mean? He's trade bait next year. And I'm fine with that because the team has gotten as far as they can get. I think with him as the featured player, right. As the number one, hmm. um, I think it also would be interesting to see how Bill plays with Porzingis because Porzingis said that he was interested in the two-man game with Bill to see how they could work things out. But what is he supposed to say? I don't really care about playing with Bradley. (laughs) He's not going to say that. So I'm with it because here's where I am as a Wizards fan. The things that we are doing and have done aren't working. And so I'm down with doing something to see if it works. And so, and so, um, you know, listen, when, when you, when you, you, you're a, a man of, uh, you know, who played video, who played, who's a gamer. And so yeah, back yeah, in yeah. the day when we had the, the old Nintendo, the first Nintendo, you hit play. And if it didn't work, you hit it again, you hit the on, but it didn't work. What do you do? You take the cartridge out and then you blow on it. You blow Not on because it. Yeah, blowing yeah, yeah. on it works. Or I mean, it's because what I'm doing <laughs> now doesn't work. So I need to try something else even if it's as ridiculous as blowing on it and then putting it back in to see if it works. And so, and so I'm, 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 I'm with the trade. I'm with it. I can't wait to see how it works out. I'm, I'm happy. I, I wish Bill wasn't hurt, but I'm, I, but I, because I think we learn more if this, see if Porzingis comes, if we couldn't do much with Bill, with Bill and I mean, we did what we could do with Bill and wall. 
And then if Westbrook comes in and, 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 and we get to, you know, the first round of playoffs, but can't do much with Bill and Westbrook. Then you bring in Dimwitty and stuff and things start to go down. And now we bring in Porzingis and, and, and suppose Bill, uh, Bill is healthy and nothing comes out of it. You got to start saying, well, maybe it's not about pairing him with somebody. Maybe it's about getting rid of him and starting over without him. And so um, I, I, so I would have loved to see them to finish the season with both of those guys. It's a long way of saying I'm fine with it, even without him, just to see what we have without him in there. But I, this this Caldwell Pope, Kuzma, uh, Rui, Thomas Bryant, Neto, I, I'm, I, like, I like it. I like it. There's still a guy away. Porzingis got to stay healthy, too. He's always hurt. Uh, yeah. Let, let me, since we went off on the video tape, uh, game thing, I got to uh, show you. I bought, I, I have a PS4 I got for Father's Day a couple of years ago. And uh, I'm not one of these guys who you got to get the latest and greatest console. I was still playing my PS3 before my daughters bought me the PS4. And mm-hmm. because you can get great games for like little or nothing, right? You know, whereas mm-hmm. a $75 game, you know, for a new uh, system, you can get uh, uh, games for PS4 for. I have this game, The Division. I'm showing you right now. It's mm-hmm. uh, it's the second part uh, of a series. I was playing a friend told me about it. You can play online, play with other people, right? It's it's like shoot them up. They're trying to take over the country. You gotta you know shoot up everybody. I love the type thing. Mm-hmm. Ten dollars on Amazon. I'm excited. <laughs> I knew I had a weekend off. I'm gonna play video games all weekend. I get here. I mean, the game gets here. I rip it off yesterday. It's in French. <laughs> said, there it is. Why did the French want to care that the people are in Washington, D.C.? I don't right. understand. <laughs> it's in French. There is a little sticker on the back that says playable in English. You know, oh, yeah, you know, oh, well, that's you know, cool. Like, yeah, good. That's yeah. what they say. I haven't opened it yet. How do I know? <laughs> you know, but <laughs> you know, have you seen you opened up the uh, 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 a computer or different apps or different things that says uh, select your language? Yeah. And, mm-hmm. And I always wonder why is the English on the front, right? You know, right, right. why does it start, <laughs> with, it start with English, English, right? You know, because if I didn't you know? speak English, I wouldn't. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, why does it start? I wouldn't be able to read select your language <laughs> if it wasn't English, right? Why? Why is the guy that like have to go through a Gabuki stand, uh, you know, uh, Southern Somalia? Why do I have to go through all that to get to the bottom where it says United States? Why do right. I have to do all that? So anyway, that was yeah, that's why I thought about your video game analogy. Now back to the trade. Well, well, one more thing before you get to the trade since you brought up video games. You had mentioned yeah, that PS4. Yeah, yeah. Young Manny is trying to convince his mother to get him a P- for him to get a PS4, right? For real. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Now he has saved up money throughout mm. the years to where now he can, well, he has a savings account, but we won't let him go into that at oh, all. Oh, yeah, don't. Yeah, but he has yeah, saved up money from Christmases and birthdays and stuff so where he now yeah, can yeah, afford yeah. to buy one. He wants a five, but he thinks he has a better shot with getting a four. Mom doesn't want him to get it. I... Don't care, but because we have to show a united front, I also don't, don't want him to get it. I guess, but but maybe maybe he can ask Uncle Kevin to talk to Mom to see yes. what that let me, Well, let me tell you this: I tell you and the whole listening audience, have you seen him play the PS3 games? No, you've seen. So, so, no, no. I, I will say this: I, for Manny, I haven't seen. I, here's what he he has a Nintendo Switch. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and he plays that, but his cousin Jason has a PS4, and oh. him and Jason are homeschooled. My mom is a retired teacher, and she does all that stuff. You know, does the schooling and stuff with them. And every day during lunch break or after school, he plays it anyway at her house. Oh, so it's not like he's okay. not playing it. He just doesn't have one here. That's that's the reason why I'm. Oh, okay, yeah. I don't care whether he gets it. But anyway, go ahead. 
Okay, I was going to say, because uh, I had to play the PS3, I was I was happy. You know, I was playing the games, playing on a regular basis, PS3 games. Then I got the PS4, and I said, what have I been doing? <laughs> right? <laughs> you know, the graphics, the, the the image on the screen is like I'm watching the movie, right? It's, it's yeah. just so much of a difference. So I, wouldn't, I was going to defend him uh, up until that point where you say he doesn't have one at home. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, he you plays, know, it, he plays like, it almost every weekday at our house at school. If he's if he's with mom, I mean, I, I mean, if he's if he's playing, I'm got, I got to lean with mom on this one. There's no need okay. to, okay. no okay. need to interject any more opportunity into it, and because that, that the game time takes away from other stuff. Okay, uh, only okay. only caveat would be if you can come up with a, and I learned this from a, a college course I was taking. It was on a, a, a cybersecurity. Mm-hmm. But the first course I had to take was a course on taking college courses, because you know, <laughs> it was, and you know what, it, it changed my life. Because the thing was, okay, like you see these commercials. It was a, a University of Maryland global campus, right? And you see mm-hmm. these commercials where people sitting there in the dark doing their work and feeding the kids and going to a closet doing their work. It's it's really like that because you got to like live the rest of your life and take these courses. So the first mm-hmm. thing they teach you is make a schedule. That way you have all of your life included and your college course. You're given time for every single thing. So mm-hmm. I would say if, if Manny can create a schedule, if he is that astute, he can create a schedule where he can show you where he does all the rest of his stuff and has PS4 time, I got to go with Team Manny on that one. If he okay. can do that. Okay. Got, if, all if, right. If he can do that. Now. Okay. I know. Anyway, okay, man. Tell Manny he can send him a bribe over anytime he wants to. Okay. But <laughs> anyway, uh, the trade. He's I, I know we're ready to send you some money. I think that much. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> he, he, well, he saved enough money to have the people just acted out in person, right? Uh, the thing. <laughs> okay, here's the thing. I understand the trade. I, I don't. I don't like it. I understand it. The the, okay. the, the Trans Herald. You know, I had an opportunity to produce a couple of games since we've done this show, and I've heard some of the inside talk. Uh, the Trans Herald thing on the books. He has, he had an expiring contract, and an expiring contract in the NBA is like gold. Mm-hmm. Right? <laughs> it's like mm-hmm. gold. Anytime you could dump a contract in the last year or trade a contract in the last year, that you get something back for it. Uh, the word has it that he wasn't and Dinwiddie. Mm-hmm. weren't great locker room guys because there was an incident between uh, 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 KCP and uh, Trez. And Trez. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. And, but, but my thing is you, you're not, this is not like a clubhouse, right? I mean, not like a clubhouse, a bad word is baseball. It's not like a club, a social club. Mm-hmm. There's a basketball team. And if this, if this guy is producing, he brought something to DC that, that, that you hadn't seen in a long time. There was an excitement. Mm-hmm. It was like, the, the, it was like a fan favorite because he would do the dirty work. It he was an energy. In. You know what? He brought an energy and a seriousness about trying to win that we hadn't seen since Gortat. And the Wizards got rid of Gortat because Wall didn't want him here because he, 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 he demanded that John Wall would play defense and be serious on offense. And they chose Wall over Gortat, which was ridiculous because Gortat and, brought a grown-up grown up mentality. And here's what professionals do in the, in, in, in the locker room. And they chose Wall over that, which was horrible, which was horrible. Right. Right now, and, anyway, and, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, no, that's exactly right. That's exactly right. A perfect example, right? And the word has it that the Trez was complaining he wasn't getting enough touches, and and if 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 it's a matter of you know this is a business. If it was a matter of he needed to score X number of points to make X number of dollars, that's one thing. But Trez, from everything I've heard, understood thought that he had found a home here. He, he mm-hmm. embraced the fans. The fans embraced him, and. um 
you know, uh, KCP is a nice player, but he hasn't done that. There's no fan connection there. He can lead them all, and, and that be the end of it. Right, 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 you know? right yeah, yeah, yeah. But, mm-hmm. So, but what I don't like is these leaks that have just started coming out. Yes, there was the fight, but now he's not a great locker room guy. These things, it, 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 it reminded you of uh, the same thing you used to hear from the Burgundy and Gold. Things coming from, you know, uh, all of a sudden he's not a great locker room guy. The teammates yeah. don't like him, so on and so forth. That happens okay. after the fact. So, yeah, as far as the unicorn go, as they call him, uh, Porzingis, right? They call him a uniform, a unicorn because they think he's there, but you don't always see him. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, I'd like to see him. I, I, I love his, uh, I love this game prior to, mm-hmm. to getting hurt. Uh, you know, he's always, he's been hurt because I, my theory was I had an opportunity to get on the, the post-game show with uh, Glenn Constant the other day uh, after the trade. Uh, my thing is he gets hurt because he plays so hard. He, mm-hmm. he plays mm-hmm. inside, outside, full speed all the time. And, and, right. and yet if you run into a brick wall at, at 10 miles an hour, it's different than running into it at 30. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's mm-hmm. going to get hurt. So uh, I understand the trade. <laughs> <laughs> I understand it. I just don't particularly like it. You know. We'll, yeah, we'll I'm hoping. Well, listen, I'm hoping for the best with it. You know what I mean? I'm hoping for the. I want to see the team win. You know, and it, it encourages me in a couple ways. You know, when Westbrook came to town, and then you follow. There was this whole thing about stars aren't going to come to DC, right? And 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 there's a reason why. You know, that was that was kind of the thing because they wouldn't. <laughs> but Westbrook came to town. I loved it. Then you you bring Dimwitty, Kuzma, Caldwell Pope. I know it was all in the kind of a trade thing, or whatever, and Montrose Hill. It's all part of, but they're here. And then you're able to bring Porzingis. I'm like, okay, we, we're getting some of these names, some of these folks to come to DC, and hopefully we can mix it up right and get some winning going on here. Uh, we always went at the Federal Football Report. We're going to take another quick break, and we'll be back uh, right after this. The future depends on teachers. Every day, teachers are shaping our tomorrows starting their students on journeys that will change the course of history. Right now, in a classroom somewhere in the United States, there's a teacher inspiring a future scientist who will make preventing pandemics their life's work, sharpening the mind of an aspiring environmentalist who will help combat climate change, and generating possibilities for a student who will be the first in their family to graduate college. It all starts with teachers who meet challenges with creativity, who reinvent education for the future, who work towards a school system that lifts up every child, regardless of race, income, or zip code, and who enable the full potential of our students, our communities, and our country. Explore a career that leaves a legacy you can be proud of. Shape the future. Teach. Learn more and receive free support at teach.org. If you talk and they will hear you. We all want our kids to grow up safe and healthy, so we show them how. And we tell them with honest conversations that let them know what we expect. Not just one time, but every chance we get. That's especially important when it comes to alcohol and other drugs. Kids not only need to know the dangers and how to avoid them, they need to hear it often from you. And when it comes to pain medications, opioids, they need to know that they should never be taken without a prescription and never shared with friends or family. It's dangerous and illegal. So talk with your kids and guide them through the challenges of growing up safe and healthy. Because when you talk, they hear you. For more information about talking with your kids about underage use of alcohol and other drugs, visit underagedrinking.samhsa.gov.
All right, folks, welcome back to the final segment of the Federal Football Report on Federal News Network, 1500 AM and anywhere where you get your fine podcasts. He's Kevin Stanfield. I'm Claude Jennings. Kevin, ladies and gentlemen, world-renowned movie critic, and you've got a screening coming up. Please yeah, as, indulge us. As a matter of fact, let me go back in time for a week. You know, we just came off of Valentine's Day, and uh, and we talked about video games. Uh, the, the, the series uh, Uncharted, I'm a big – there's been four games in this. I've played all four of them. I absolutely love it. It's mm-hmm. a great game. It's a game that it's uh, – it's, you know, it's an action game. You're shooting up the bad guys. You're running. You're climbing mountains. You're jumping off hills. But you still have to figure out the puzzles, right? The guy, uh, uh, Nathan Drake, is a treasure hunter, and he's got to figure out the clues left by his ancestor, Sir Francis Drake, the pirate. And I just love this game. you got to think, right? You know, mm-hmm. wow, what is, you know, it's one of these things that you had to go through a certain sequence like 20 times before you realize what's happening. Mm-hmm. The screening for this movie was on Valentine's Day. Oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I looked. Did at you the go? Options. Did you take the white? I looked. Well, no. This was a press only screening. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and I looked. I looked at the options here. I had restaurant reservations. Made them. I've learned in my years of marriage. You make those joints early. <laughs> you mm-hmm. make your reservation early. I might go in the line. Make the reservation for next Valentine's Day tomorrow. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I said, I got the option here. You know, my wife knows I'm a world-renowned movie critic, and you know, we've been through enough Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. So You've I been did for a long time. She long time. A I know she knows life because of your right. you know movie critic uh, yeah. work, and so yeah, you know. yeah, and the little stuff that she does, right? right. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, look. So I did what any <laughs> any self-respecting world-renowned movie critic would do, and mm-hmm. I went to dinner. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> there you go. I'll right. catch up, Charlie, later. But I am excited because. Uh, not only with the movies I haven't seen, well, we did a review of Uncharted before I see it, right? Well, maybe mm-hmm. I just did. I don't know. I think you uh, just. I think you just did it. Yeah, I may have. Yeah. So, along with the movies I haven't seen, I'm excited because I get to go this week to the screening of the Batman, not the Ooh. new Batman movie. Yes. The the Batman movie, mm-hmm. right? And this, <laughs> I'm, yeah, this one is a little bit. Well, you know, the ones with Christian Bale uh, the, from the from the gra- graphic novels, they were okay. They were a little bit dark. But this one is is uh, seriously dark, right? It was dark because yes. it's, it's more of a, a European-type Batman. Uh, Robert Pattinson, who was famous for something something uh, <laughs> uh oh you know he was the <laughs> he was the vampire in the in the twilight movies mm-hmm. you know he was the, the teenage pretty boy uh in in the vampire i mean he was so he was so pretty in the vampire movies then they changed the vampire rules he got to like walk around in the daytime and oh yeah and, you're talking about yeah. um which one is it twilight, twilight? Is it twilight? yeah yeah okay. yeah he yeah. was the vampire dude right so uh, he's grown up now, you know, he's now he's Bruce Wayne. He's the Batman. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it's going to be kind of interesting. Zoe Kravitz is going to be a cat woman. Right. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and the Riddler is not just like making uh, uh, silly little jokes and stuff. He's like, <laughs> he's like waxing people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, so, here, here's what I think I'm going to like about this. And this is what I liked about the late, the, the most recent Joker movie, the Joker. Uh-huh. Um, there's two things about it is that they're really showing, I think, the true nature of, of Batman. Well, I don't know about the true nature, but I like, I, I like, the, I like Batman as a dark character. Right. I mean, almost a hero by default, but doesn't care about being a hero, doesn't care about being heroic. Literally, he kills bad guys out of anger about what happened to his parents, right? Yes. Like, that, like, I like that, that, 
that and, and, and I love the fact that he, I don't care about police. I don't care about Commissioner Gordon. I'm doing my own thing because I'm still angry and trying to process right. this whole thing with my with with my parents being killed. Right. And so I'm from the previews that I saw, it looks like it's going right down that vein. Like this is yeah. exactly what this movie is going to be. And I, I I like him as a dark villain. I like I mean, as a dark hero. I like him as he's a hero because he kills bad guys, but he's actually a pretty bad guy himself. Right, 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 right. Yeah, I'd rather have him on my side than against myself. Uh, right, so. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, right. so we're going we're gonna to see that. for him, I just don't want to fight him. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> exactly, exactly. That's exactly right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how but, it is. Well, I can't wait till you see it, Max. I really can't wait to hear. I can't wait to hear all right. about it. All right, very cool, very cool. Now, I got to I gotta inform you, like this, like I said, this is the first uh, Saturday I had off in a while. Mm-hmm. And I, my life has changed quite a bit from when I was a young guy. Um, I find joy in different things now. And and one of the happiest moments of my life was this morning prior to our recording, I got a chance to get up and clean our oven, right? <laughs> Check that out. That was so cool. I mean, whatever. I mean, it's a self-cleaning oven, the inside of it. You know, I'll just push some buttons. Oh, right? you... that's how we roll. But the <laughs> top of, it... of the rich. I text you about that. That's lifestyle of the rich and famous stuff, right? That's there, it, man. man. That's what we work hard to get to that point, right? Yes, mm-hmm. yes. But I uh, the to tell top my wife that. that. I was like, oh, yeah. I thought this was a self-cleaning bathroom. And she's like, no, that didn't work in our house. Uh, Not yet. The top, though, is stainless steel. And I don't know if any of our listeners know that. Stainless steel cannot be cleaned just like anything else. you got to clean stainless steel in one direction. And you got to find, if you look close, there's a grain to it, a pattern like in wood. And you can only go with the grain. You can't go against the grain or you're going to scratch it up. And it'll look like... Yeah, it looked like the, my stove top did at first, right? Mm-hmm. But man, mm-hmm. we found this stuff called uh, uh, Barkeeper's Friend. It's almost like Comet, Ajax mm-hmm. type stuff. Mm-hmm. But man, I got in there and I was like, you know, I had the TV going, I had the coffee going, and it was mm-hmm. delicate. And I was delicate with it. And, and, you know, the oven is still uh, self cleaning while we're doing the show. But the top How long of does it, it take an oven to clean itself? No, anyway. Well, uh, <laughs> with this one, we have the option. We have the. We have the steam, one hour steam clean option. We have the three, <laughs> four, and five hour options for uh, more baked on things, right? You know? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You know, nice. if you know how to cook, it's, it's all right. You know, if it can cook <laughs> on this home, it'd be cool. <laughs> man, I, I got this. Um, I got the stove top. It's so cool. Man. I got lights going on it now, shining down like a little spotlight shining on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sunglasses when you walk in our kitchen now, man. But, <laughs> yeah, and these are the things that I've become so domesticated, right? Right. <laughs> these are the things that bring me joy. Nice, nice. <laughs> I love it. All the things that brings Kevin joy. We love doing this show. This show uh, brings us joy. Again, you can contact Kevin at Stanfield. Kevin, me at Claude J Radio. And we'll catch up later, folks, on the Federal Football Report. Whether it's Baker's Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar, or pie made with fresh Cosmic Crisp apples. There are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays, and Baker's has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the Buy Five or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Baker's, fresh for everyone.